Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 59. Today we're talking about your mind. In the last two episodes, we've talked about your why for running and your goal. Today we're talking about your mind. Listen to this quote by Sakyong Mipam is how I think it's pronounced. He's a recreational runner and he's the leader of the American Tibetan meditation community Shambhala. He says, quote, with an untrained mind, we'll live most days of our lives at the mercy of our moods. Waking up in the morning is like gambling. What mind did I end up with today? Is it the irritated mind, the happy mind, the anxious mind, the angry mind, the compassionate mind, or the loving mind? Most of the time, we believe that the mindset we have is who we are. And we live our day from it. End of quote. I think this quote is so revealing for what really goes on when we neglect to train our runner's mind. When we're not intentional about our thoughts, about who we choose to be that day. I think a lot of us runners like having a training plan for running and certain days that we call run days. This way, we're not left to waking up in the morning and deciding, do I want to run today or not? Only to get swept up in the current of life with its demands winding up at the end of the day or the end of the week, realizing that we only squeezed one run in that whole week. This is clearly not an effective way to work towards our running goals. So we put some structures in place. We create habits. For instance, we pick the number of days a week that we want to run, like three, four, or five, six, seven maybe. We choose the days of the week that we want to run, and we choose the distance that we want to run ahead of time. And voila, all of a sudden, our consistency has gone from maybe 20% to 80 to 100% because we train our body. So why don't we do this with our mind? Unless you understand how to observe your mind, you're with almost certainty reacting to it rather than responding. Or reacting to circumstances around you that your mind interprets. So often we let our ego get in the way. It worries loudly when we try to run our easy runs, for instance. Easy, like... These are the thoughts I would hear. Does this qualify as a run, even? Or am I burning any calories when I'm not out there killing myself? Or, yikes, I'm literally gaining weight 
back on. Or if we're injured, we might choose to run, even if we're injured. Or we'll just anxiously obsess over not being able to run. All of this creates a cloud of negative energy in our body, in our mind, from anxiety, of course. These thoughts, though, seem very convincing because we've thought them for a long time. And they make what we work for so much harder, though. Often they don't support our goals. In our book, Let Your Mind Run, Dina Castor takes us back through her college career as an athlete and how an untrained mind nearly derailed a very successful professional career of hers. It all started towards the end of her freshman year and it lasted all through her sophomore and junior year. The barrage of negative self-talk from a mind that just didn't know what to focus on. So it stayed on the same loop as it had always. She recounts how she felt she let her team down due to injury. How she watched as an outsider looking in while her teammates were joking and having fun and trying to reinsert herself on the team, she then launches back into full training weeks of 60 miles and then she gets injured again. And then her negative self-talk starts over again. And thoughts like you're fragile, totally worthless, were on repeat in her mind. She even imagined headlines in the newspaper like Drossen, which was her maiden name. Drossen disappoints at Arkansas. Or Drossen doesn't live up to expectations. Or Drossen can't handle high-level training. She was mentally undermining everything she was trying to accomplish physically with the barrage of negativity. There was so much stress created from trying to live like she did. And ultimately, it caused her to quit running entirely through her senior year. Think about it. Think about what Dina would have missed out on if she hadn't gotten a hold of her mind. A world record in the marathon that she held for 15 years is one. A bronze medal in the Olympics is another. And most importantly, an outlook on life that's fun and positive. So what about you, runner friend? What are you missing out on by having an untrained mind? What's out there for you that you're not reaching because you're stuck in a reactionary cycle? Maybe it's due to negative self-talk. Maybe it's low self-esteem or self-worth. Maybe it's stress at work or at home. They're all stressors that keep you from literally and figuratively run your best life. We talk a lot about how to manage your mind inside my Runner's Mind Coaching. If this is something you're interested in learning more about, come check us out. Enrollment is open until the 31st, two more weeks. All right, runner friend, I have an ask for you. If you've enjoyed this episode, please head on over and review it so more people see this podcast. And please refer it to a runner friend who you think 
might enjoy it. Chances are, if you did, so will they. All right, see you next week. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.